Hello, welcome to today's Child Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle. It's good to have you with me today. And I just want to thank my producer, Stephanie, who found that new intro music. I love it. It's a very type one upbeat song, which I love. That's a good tune to listen to on a Monday morning if you're listening live or whatever time you're listening to this episode of the Child Whisper podcast. Let that music rise your energy up. That's what type one energy does. It uplifts us. It is the fun-loving child. Their energy is naturally designed to uplift our mood. And I was feeling it when I was listening to that. So thanks, Steph. That's a great intro piece. Happy to have that energy introduce the Child Whisper podcast. So if you're new to the podcast, I am the author of the best-selling book, The Child Whisper. It is a book that will teach you how to raise happy, successful, and cooperative children. Yes, that is possible. I would say uh, the majority of our, I, don't, I, I really believe that children come to us in goodwill and good intent, and it's our mishaps in parenting that actually bring out uh, difficulties with our children and differing natures. That is the biggest message of the Child Whisper book, to understand your child's true nature, what I call the four types of energy. Each human being leads with a dominant energy type, and once you understand this, you will be able to be proactive in parenting your child true to their nature, true to their energy type, and be successful in that with a very harmonious life. I'm here for you today. If you'd like to call in to the live show, 347-677-1963 is the number to call. Now, this is part two of, you know, if you're listening, I think you're going to get value out of um, not only this week's podcast, but last week's podcast as well. Uh, This is part two of support for dealing with your child's anger. We had a lot of questions come in on this. I had more callers than I had time for. So let's get going because I know we've got callers already calling in. And I want to start today's show as I always do with a success story. Carol, in September, you answered a question I sent into the podcast about my type four six-year-old daughter having meltdowns. I'm still focused by, I'm still confused by my daughter's meltdowns, but I have tried talking to her one-on-one and looking at her in the eye. I have asked her to tell me why she is melting down and what she thinks she should be done about it. She is having shorter meltdowns and is willing to talk to me more. I will continue to work with her true to her type four nature by discovering her type. Not only has it explained so many things about the last six years, but has opened my eyes to her special personality. And this is so much more than a child's personality. Definitely her energy type influences her personality. That core energy that we're born with, this natural energy that moves through us, that it's the part of our creative, expressive self, who we are, the creation of us as human beings, is influencing all of our personalities to be. And when we capture that in a child's life, we can help raise them so their personality develops true to their type of energy. That's why the self-help world is so um successful because we have a lot of adults on this planet who develop personalities that are contrary to their true nature because they were taught and sent the message that who they are, their natural expression of self is unacceptable. And so we develop personality traits to counter that because we want to be accepted in love. That's a human need that we all have to be validated for who we are. And when a parent can validate the truth of a child, from the very beginning. And believe me, at six years old, you are so in the earliest phases of this. What a gift to your child. What a gift to every child that parents that choose to learn this and apply it. Thank you. Thank you for your gift to your children. My first question 
is from a type. She says it's from a mom. Um, let's start with, I'll just read it to you. I have a type four 16 year old son. His type four father and I are now divorced as he was verbally and sexually abusive. The more I read about type four energy, the more I understand why my son and his father clashed. The struggle for authority in our home was a constant battle. Now my 16 year old is behaving as his father did. His verbal abuse and language is overwhelming. I know some of this is my reaction to his personality. However, I also know that not all of it is my fault. I realize I struggle to work on my own reaction to him when he's angry and for not getting his way whenever he wants it. He doesn't want to follow any house rules. He has addictions and blames me for his situation. He, he says he, well, she, you wrote, he hates me. Every time I give him the words you have told us to use to empower our children, he goes into an even more painful reaction to me. He won't allow me to help him. I now have to make the painful choice to have him stay in my home or go. It's killing me either way. I'm a type two and lost at what to do. I can't serve him enough to help him be happy. He doesn't trust me. He thinks anything I do has strings attached and he thinks I hate him. I don't know how to let him be his own authority without also having allowing him to abuse me. How do I help him and mend the relationship? Um, this is a great question. Thank you for asking that. And I want to help you see the bigger picture of what's going on. There's some family patterns. Every family has generational patterns that we have an opportunity to clear. In the case of your son and that energetic expression, there's some generational patterns that were probably uh, created in generations. Well, they were created generations before him with people of that energy type. He is patterned after his father. He was imprinted with that energy. He was uh, it was passed on to him because it's not been healed. Now, is that, do you just kind of throw in the towel and say too bad for him? No, not at all. You can be proactive in that healing effort to help heal that even in proxy for him. I think you need to heal, start doing some healing work. Uh, again, the Carol Tuttle Healing Center is the go-to to start clearing these energies that perpetuate those behavior responses. It's full of sessions that you can do with me that are that are recorded on um, video. Their uh, their video play. I help you clear the issues, and you can clear it for him. You can start to move this energy. Your son is a manner in a manner is a victim of something that preceded him. He's still young enough that a parent can easily step in and do the clearing work. You want to open the space up, lift some of this energy, so he can be more balanced and approachable. When this energy is running for him, he's a victim and he doesn't trust you. So the steps here are do the healing work in proxy for him and do it for yourself. That's going to allow you to have reasonable boundaries and a voice as your energy becomes more solid and confident and you open your throat energy, your throat chakra. And as you lift that energy and clear it from your home, uh, you're trying to do proactive things to heal something. You need to do healing things first when it's gone this far. And then the proactive things that I teach in the child whisper will have effect because as this energy is disrupting any ability for trust to grow. Everything is a feeling. It's an energy. Trust is a energy. It's an energy between two people. It's an energy that creates a bond. 
So do the healing work. These are my steps. I'll repeat them again. Remembering wholeness is also a valuable tool, but do the Carol Tuttle healing work. I, my go-to recommendation for you is the Carol Tuttle Healing Center at caroltuttle.com. First step, start doing that healing work for yourself and in proxy for your son. Help lift that energy. Uh, kind of leave him alone right now and let some things shift. Of course, you don't want him. But I think you're trying to engage him to get things to shift, which then provokes and then you get the abusive response. Kind of leave him to himself for a while. You know, two, three, four weeks. You know, start doing this two to three weeks. Kind of leave him alone. Drop it. Just let's let it go for now. The energy's going to shift. And now he's going to be more available to engage. And think of his little five-year-old self that's hurt. When he's abusive to you, yelling at you, saying mean things, critical, putting you down, that's a three to five-year-old having a tantrum. Imagine that's the part of him that's acting out. Without speaking to him um, directly in the physical realm, go to his, in your imagination, using your, go into the, what, the realm of consciousness, it's called, and reach his three to five-year-old. Re connect with his three to five-year-old self. That's the part of him that's deeply wounded as years ago. And that's why, you know, he's reacting now with great anger. And as you reach that younger part of him in through the work of in the field of consciousness, through your thoughts and your imagination and your seeing yourself, be with that three to five-year-old, love him, tell him you're sorry. You're there, kneel down, connect with him, be a part of him. For those that really want to get serious about progressive healing work, go to healingschool.com. That's a bigger investment. It's a program I created with a publisher I work with, Mind Valley. It's a 10-week course on deep, deep healing work on how to heal the inner child, work with the chakras, uh, really get, get attuned and start to learn the tools of Reiki. And let me look. I want to make sure that page is offering you something. I'm pretty sure there's always an offer on it um, because we, we promote it and market it at different times. Uh, but I'm pretty sure there, it's always available if you just go to healingschool.com. I'm looking right now on my website. Uh, I'm pausing because I'm scrolling down the page. Let's see. Yeah, you can buy that right now. Highly, highly recommend that. That there's Those are two different levels of healing work. Um, for those that are a little more advanced, you've done a lot of healing, the uh, healing school. And just do what your heart tells you to do. It, there's some deep healing. And healing is easy these days. The energy moves quickly. You're going to see some big results with your son by doing following that order of progression. So for helping each type of child experience anger in a healthy way. First of all, for all types, um, again, you don't want them to act out their anger. That's why the younger they are, you give permission to feel it, teach them how to experience it in healthy ways. Type ones, it moves quickly. The, you know, For all types, it's appropriate to say, what are you angry? Tell me what you're angry about. And a good practice is to then just relay back. So you're feeling this, or you mean this, or you think this. So don't, and don't even do anything about it. 
Let them express their anger. Type ones, it'll move quickly. Type twos have a little harder time getting to their anger. Give them some time and say, you know, give them permission to connect with that anger. They don't want to upset anybody, cause anybody discomfort and say, it's okay to be angry. What are you up? What are you angry about? What I'm for each type. Don't do anything about it right away. Just hear it. Sometimes we just need to express our anger. How would you feel if you got to do that and somebody, you know, was just there for you to go, yeah, okay. You can see you're angry about this. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to counter it. You don't have to try and fix it. Just validate it. I can see you're angry. I can see that. I understand that you feel angry about that. Is this what you mean? Type three, they're going to go to anger more if it's not um, allowed on occasion and just, uh, Find out what's going on, why anger, active, reactive energy is expressed a lot in anger. So in type four, that energy, again, make it private. Don't talk about it in public um, with other family members. Ask permission if you're, even if the children are small, if you can go to their other parent and share what they've, um, are shared with you. Privacy of, of their emotions is a big part of their experience to build trust. I've got a caller I'd like to bring on the line. Danielle is joining me. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Carol. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, thanks for calling in. How can I help you? Well, um, I listened to the show last week, and it came at a perfect time because um, I actually just read Remembering Wholeness. And, Good. And um, didn't even realize that I needed it as much as I did. So, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for being honest about up. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Um, one of the things that came up, um, I, you actually just touched on this just barely, is that we have some energetic um, generational patterns. And one of those for my family is definitely just a really fiery temper. My father mm -hmm. is a type three and I was raised um, kind of under the fear of his of his yeah. temper. And I watched sure. that, you know, whenever he got stressful, he would explode. And Right, yeah, a real extreme, ex extreme expression of yeah. that anger, like into yeah. rage. Yes. And, you know, aside from that, fantastic father, like really great. But, um, but now I'm, I'm a young mother. I have three kids under the age of five. And mm. I have set some really bad patterns myself of mm -hmm. I lose it again and again. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so remembering homeless really, really helped me kind of see that. And I'm trying to work on it. So you um, know that you started to see that you were replaying a family pattern. Is that what you got from that? That you yeah. were like, oh my goodness, here we go again. Yeah. And then, you know what, though, it, it kind of opened me up of, um, okay, I well, in your book, you say, you know, if you see this happening again and again in your own life and you see the pattern from, you know, a generation or two behind you, you are meant to clear that for yourself and for right. everyone connected to you. And that just really resonated with me. Oh, anyway, good. so I listened to the show last week, and again, it was very serendipitous that you were talking about anger because I was in the middle of, of this <laughs> stuff with myself. Anyway, so I just wanted to share a success story because I've been using oh, the, the three-step technique that you talked about. Um, of oh, the, noticing, the mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead and repeat those. Repeat yeah, those for everybody. So I'll, I'll do my best. Um, so, you're, you know, when you find yourself in those situations where you're starting to kind of ramp up and get um, frustrated, um, you notice your breath and just breathe in and out. And the second step is really what made the huge difference for me is um, to relax the belly, to soften the belly. 
And when you first said that last week, I thought, well, that's kind of weird. Like, that's weird. But, um, but I've tried it. And when I do that, it, it really is true. Your entire body has to relax when you mm-hmm. are consciously relaxing your belly. Mm-hmm. And for me, I know that when I start to get um, ready to lose it, my entire body just tenses up every muscle. Mm-hmm. I am just ready mm-hmm. to explode. And usually I do. You know, I yell at my mm-hmm. kids. Um, anyway, so when I can just nip that in the bud, just the physical tension of the anger, mm-hmm. I'm able to just check in. And mm-hmm. anyway, so that's been huge for me. But the third step um, you you uh, mentioned was was to open the heart. Still working on that mm-hmm. part. <laughs> but just that step mm-hmm. two alone has really helped. And I've just found that I'm able to move through my days um, with more patience. Um, and so I just really appreciate that. So I wanted to share that success story. Um, That's fabulous. So, Thank you. Yeah. So with that, kind of, I'm I'm starting to make a shift. I'm starting to change my pattern of how I react to very frustrating situations. You know, with three young kids, there's plenty of them, day in and day out. Let me. Can I interrupt so, you for some? Um, let me absolutely. let me tell you something that's fascinating with these patterns. See when. The pattern is still running. Let's see. Nobody has stepped in and shifted it in the family system. It's just sort of like it's a life form in a way. It's an it's an yeah. energy. You're mm-hmm. you will actually subconsciously manifest the scenarios in order to play out the pattern. So isn't that fascinating <laughs> that you'll actually so, you know, again, you're creating it without desiring it, but because the energy need the pattern needs to be played. It's like a song that needs, you know, hey, we need to play that. Okay, we need yeah. to play it again. The fact that you're mm-hmm. disrupting it now, you will just less often, you, you're going to see a shift in it manifest. Things all forming and materializing and showing up in your life that take you there. Trust that. Mm-hmm. That is a part of what's shifting. You're just naturally not going to have that. You're going to have less scenarios that you're even tempted to go there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm already seeing that. However, on the flip side of that, I am seeing that as I'm noticing this and I'm trying to work on it more. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I believe in God and I'm a Christian. And so I'm involving God in this process. And Mm -hmm. as I ask, God to, you know, let me overcome this anger and replace it with patience, make my weakness a strength. Um, boy, have situations shown up. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I think you're just, you're type three. So you'd rather shift it again. Every time it's presented, something changes because you're more conscious. So again, it's more, it's sort of like if you were remodeling a room, you just decided let's do it in shorter time than longer time. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. And then yeah. I also want to remind you as a type three mom with three children, five and under, it's critical. This is like a healthy diet. It's, it's, it's compatible to eating healthy. It's critical. You get physical outlets, whatever those look Absolutely. like for you. So you yes, make sure two, three times a week, you can depend on that because otherwise yeah. you're malnourished energetically. You're out of balance. And you're energetically not being supported. Absolutely. And I can I can testify to that. That's for sure for type three. Okay. Holy cow. Well, well thanks well, for calling in. Yeah. Can I ask you a quick question as I'm making this? Yeah, ask this me the shift. question that I'm going to answer it after. Um, I'll actually take you off sure. there and then I'll answer your question. Go ahead. Sure. Sounds perfect. Um, so I'm noticing that as I'm trying to change these patterns and shift this energy that 
my kids are showing me more and more that, look what you've taught us to do, mom. Yeah. <laughs> when we have minor frustrations, we explode. So right, right. Uh, that's my question. How can I help okay. them make the chip? That would be awesome. Thank you so much, Carol. Okay, thanks. Yeah, like I said, the um, everything will... It's kind of a, there's a couple scenarios when we choose to shift a long-term standing pattern in a family system kind of dynamic and energetic space, it can appear to be getting worse before it gets better. Again, you're bringing something to the surface to purge it. You're just, the energy's just getting moved. It's getting, um, it's, it's just doing what it does to kind of, energy tries to come back you know, I'm not, I don't like to get into the good evil kind of side of the story, but I like to look at things just as energy. It's a creation. It will, the energy will make an effort to do what it's always done just by engaging. So notice that there it is. We're shifting that. Um, don't put a lot of um, focus or attention on it as being you're trying to be taken out. See, because you're giving it more energy when you put that story on it. Just see it for what it is. Energy, it's a creation. It's been um, in existence for multiple generations. It tries to counter you and stay alive in a way. And you will be successful in, in releasing it, taking that energy to create something different every time. I guarantee every time you do your three-step notice breath, soften belly, open heart, it will change this energy. You're changing it. And it's just, it's only going to take a couple, two, three months. It, even that's kind of the longer period. You'll still have times you're going to get angry about stuff. It's just what, you know, it's just, it's just not going to be that crazy intense over the top. And so, and the other thing is there is sort of this design and the universe is our place of existence. The universe is an intelligent system that allows creation to occur. And so when you take a stand for something different, in a way, the universe supports us by saying, I want you really to take a stand. I want you to be really committed. So it's actually better. It shows up a little more pervasively so that we're really, really committed. So we really, really shift it long term. It's not a temporary shift. And that's what you're choosing. So the universe supports us by saying, okay, let's see how committed you really are. Are you really serious about this? Okay, bring it on. And you will, you're, you're in the right place. That awareness you now have will be um, sustain you through this and just be patient with the process. You're doing a great job and changing this family pattern. Kudos to you. I've got another question. She says, I'm a type four mom and I have a 31 year old daughter. I'm not sure which type of child she is, but she's very sensitive. She has made a choice to leave our faith and take another path with her husband and three children. They don't want us to ever have conversations about religion due to the emotional intensity of the conversations. We have decided to honor their wishes out of respect, and we acknowledge their freedom to make their own decisions. But what can we do as parents to accept this decision wholeheartedly and still have a warm and open relationship with them? It's very difficult for me personally to see my daughter making this choice and not be allowed to speak my feelings about the matter. I feel hurt, angry, and as though my feelings are not considered. How should I handle this? How do I forget myself and only think of my daughter and her family? I have thus far been unconditionally loving and accepting, but it has been extremely difficult. I am not as close to my daughter as I would like to be because of the strain of our relationship. 
I'd like to hear some suggestions on how to approach the situation for an objective point of view. First, I'm going to, um, I'm going to show to you that you're really not being unconditionally loving and accepting. You're going along with it. You're being agreeable to her wishes and respecting that they're not asking you not to discuss it. Being unconditionally loving and accepting of it, your heart is open and you're cool with it. You're like, good for you to choose your path. What's right for you. I trust your soul is leading you. I trust that whatever you choose is perfect for your learning and what you're here to experience. How can I help you and support you in that? That's what unconditional love and acceptance sounds like. And in that, there is a complete open feeling about it that you're fine. You don't feel threatened at all by her choice. But the truth is you do feel threatened by her choice because it's triggering you. It's bringing up issues. So if we can forget about her choice and now focus on you, she's a messenger for you in a manner. She is making a life choice that's triggering unresolved wounds. You said, I feel hurt, angry, and as though my feelings are not considered. Well, I don't think this is the first time in your life you feel hurt, angry, and that your feelings are not considered. I think this is a scenario that's playing out on such an intense level. It's bringing it up from the deepest part of you. I would suspect that you felt hurt, angry, and your feelings were not considered way, way long ago when you were a little girl. And your type two energy was not recognized by your parents. So you're just like you did when you were a small child, you're doing what you were told to do. Your, your daughter now is playing the role of your parents by saying, you can't talk about this. We're going to do what we want. You don't have any say in the matter. Well, that happened to you when you were a child. So again, some opportunity for you to do some personal healing work because you do probably do want to get to a place where you're unconditionally loving and accepting where your daughter might want to listen to you and how you feel about religion and your own spiritual experience to share it as yours. And if it's beneficial to her, she'll, she'll know that you're doing it because you care, not because you're scared. So right now, I think what's driving this is your fear that you're losing your daughter on many levels, you know, like your daughter's just, you know, whatever, I don't know your religion. Um, there's a lot of faith, a lot of religious doctrine that suggests that your children got to make certain choices and they're just not going to, I mean, this is a simple, uh, re, uh, yeah, we just, it brings a lot up for parents. You say, oh no, you know, my children, there's a certain right and wrong that they have to live in life. And if they don't, you know, in a manner, they're just, they're, they're not going to make it to the kingdom of God, however your religion defines that. I tr I've learned, I've had this experience. Um, my, I have one child that uh, he's chosen a different path and it initially triggered me. I moved through that pretty quick though. That wasn't, there were other things that were bigger triggers that he helped me see. And now I'm fine with it. You know, it's what, what's correct for him and his own learning and what's what they feel is correct. And I want to respect my children in that way. And they respect us in return for that. But look, at, again, I've mentioned some healing resources. You can go to caroltuttle.com. The three that stand out, we're going to emphasize these three this show, my book, Remembering Wholeness. The um, Carol Tuttle Healing Center found at caroltuttle.com. You can also buy the book there. And then the healingschool.com 10-week course. So uh, check those out and start your own healing because anytime a child's choices trigger us that deeply, 
there's it's showing us our own hurt for the reason I've said that you those the origins of that are many years ago in your childhood. And then another mom writes in, my type 3, 21, 21-month-old daughter has been a screamer ever since she found her voice. She screams when she's happy. She screams when she's sad. And mostly she screams when she's mad, mad, mad. It feels like for months on end, we've been saying the following phrase, talk nice. What do you need? No screaming. Say it this way. I'm a type 2 and my husband is a type 4. That loud, high-pitched screaming is hard to be around. We've been consistent and unfortunately so has she. We're tired. Oh, yes, I have some suggestions for you. In my book, It's Just My Nature. Um, I want to give you a rundown real quick on, I have three books that teach different different um, applications of energy profiling and different takeaways. My first book, It's Just My Nature, helps you really understand where this movement exists in our world in the in the animal kingdom and, and the world of nature at large. So it's a really great book to understand this energy is movement. It's movement. It expresses in every physical thing in this world. God created this world with four energetic movements that all work together in creating expression. It's just my nature was written for adults, both men and women. My book, Discover Your Type of Beauty, helps you understand the how we became a shame-based um, fashion and beauty experience that all women are operating until they've discovered their type of beauty, which are the four types of beauty profiling, where I've taken energy profiling and then created a um, slant on the fashion experience. But I help you identify the psychological wounding that's occurred in all women's lives in the modern era when it comes to fashion and beauty, and that the um, average woman feels that her appearance, her body and appearance is unattractive and flawed. And I help women shift out of that. That's the big takeaway from beauty profiling. And I teach the four types in that very specific to women. Then you come to the, my book, The Child Whisperer. This is the four types in the world of children. Each book has value. I highly recommend you read each book. Because now what you're dealing with is, um, in my book, It's Just My Nature, I tell a story about when my husband, when I get upset, when I get intense or get upset, and he would say to me, calm down. Calm down, Carol. Don't even use my name, Carol. You know what? What does that feel like? Like I'm, my parents talk. You know, like how old am I? And it dawned on me one day. We were sitting in the car, and I was getting really, um, I was getting more intense about something. I was expressing more passion around something. And I said, and then he said, told me he told me, calm down. Be this energy instead of the energy you are was basically what I was being told to do. Be this energy instead of the energy you are by this feedback. And I looked at it and I said, you know, the, the, the best way you could support me right now is to say, wow, you're really fired up about that, aren't you? Let me hear, you know, you're really passionate about that. Why don't you go bigger with it? Get more intense. Because with that permission to just be my natural self, guess what happened? I more readily came into balance. I didn't need to counter. I didn't have to push back. Type 3 energy pushes back. And it's like you're telling me, you're trying to tell me to be someone I'm not. You're trying to mold me and counter my natural movement. Why don't you line up with it and, and get behind me here? And you know what? I'm naturally going to come into more balance. I'm naturally going to get more at ease because you're supporting who I am. You're giving me permission to be me. 
And I hope you see in this story, this is essentially what you're doing. You're telling her, we want you to be this instead of that. So how do you support her in being who she is? And where else in your world are you containing her energy? So she's just got this pent up energy and type three toddlers between about, you know, from about 18 months to three and a half years, you've got to be really proactive in letting that energy get expressed and letting that more intense, substantial energy having outlets. You got to make sure they're rested well and they're fed a healthy diet and they're hydrated. It's pretty simple, but it takes attention uh, and awareness to make sure you're providing the environment. That little type three toddler, because I say at that phase, they are their energy is bigger than them. So what do you do to support them growing into their energy in this phase of their life? And it's her energy. What if you were to admire, what's our daughter going to do with this energy? Because we're going to support that. I always say Michael Phelps, mom, figured it out. At age seven, she, Michael Phelps' mom is a type two. She even says in her story, his energy was more than I could handle, and I had to help him do something with it, and she put him in swimming. She put Michael in swimming at age seven, and look what Michael did. Michael Phelps has, there's going to, you know, I think his, his medal count and what he did as an Olympic athlete, um, it's going to be a while till the next type three comes along and blows that one out of the water. So uh, thank you for asking that, and I know you'll get insights from hearing this feedback. Uh, my next question, my seven-year-old son is a type four and he seems angry a lot. I'm not sure if I'm a type one or a type four, but I've been trying to help him understand that everyone has different personalities. Still, he continues to feel irritated at everyone. He has two older brothers and a younger sister and a younger brother, so he is right in the middle. How do I help him handle the things he doesn't like in a way that keeps the peace in our home? Please help. Well, the first thing you need to do is figure out your type. Um... When you're a parent that hasn't recognized, because those are two different worlds, type one energy, upward light, random, buoyant, um, spur more sporadic. The movement is just consistent and consistent, connect, disconnect, type four, structured, linear, bold, high contrast. You know, we're talking two different extremes here and you most likely have both and you need to land on which you lead with and start living it because when a parent is not living true to their nature um children pick up on that subconsciously and that could be more feeding the anger than anything because it's like who are you mom and i talked about this i had a pretty frank talk with the mom in last week's podcast please listen to that it's not that it's that you're not willing to see yourself. I believe you can see yourself. What's keeping you? I think you're willing, you're avoiding something. What are you avoiding? What are you avoiding that got imprinted or programmed at an early, early age that said you can't be who you are? Um, please learn your own type first if you really want to help your child. And in your verbiage, Everyone has different personalities. Again, get off the, it's an energy, it's a movement. People have different expressions of their true nature. And I highly recommend you read the child whisperer to your children and let them see themselves. And I wonder what your son would say if you were to say, what type am I to your seven-year-old son? But um, 
to really help them learn about the different energy movements, it's best to read the book to your children so they understand it from how I've taught it rather than your interpretation. And the seven-year-old is very much old enough and tight for children. I have seen are very inclined to want to learn this. And then ask your child, how can I support you? Because they're their own authority. They, um, when invited to give feedback to what that looks like, once they understand what I've taught and they embrace it, they'll give you that feedback. Shout out to um, my blogs this week on the Child Whisper blog. There is a post, one easy activity you can do to improve your parent-child relationship. I'm not going to tell you what that is, but go to the childwhisper.com website, click on blog, and sign up for our my weekly email to get those updates on each week's blog post that will make it more likely you'll read it by getting the weekly email with the blog post of the week. One easy activity you can do to improve your parent-child relationship. And then featured on the carolblog.com this week, are you a part of this new mainstream? And you are because you're listening today. If you're in my world, you are a part of this new mainstream. So go check out that post and you can also sign up for that weekly email on the carolblog.com. Make it easy for you just to get the updates. And I'm also going to promote another email series that I have called You Are, oh, it's called I Am a Creator. If you go to caroltuttle.com, I have a very, um, it's a weekly email series that teaches you how to think in a affirmative way and start creating the good you want in your world. You could even take each week's short email and share it as a teaching moment with your children. And they will thank you when they're adults because it was my commitment as a parent to teach my children from a very early age. I was active in that way before I got into the child whispering work and my energy profiling and dressing your truth work. I um, was teaching my children how their thoughts and feelings and their energy create, that their beliefs create. And they've been raised to understand that. They're very proactive in that function, that they know they are creators. So sign up for the I Am a Creator email series at caroltuttle.com. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. I'm excited to uh, continue to support you this year. I've got, let me tell you, I've got one more email question I'll cover here and then we'll wrap up for today. It says, my type two nine-year-old daughter's room is constant source of frustration for me, a type four mom. She is a collector of all things, even wrappers, and it's all special with an emotional connection to her heart. She's easily brought to tears at the suggestion of getting rid of any of it. We've tried putting most of it in storage boxes and rotating through what is on display, but we are running out of room. How can I honor her and her connection to her stuff and still teach her that it's not possible to save every little thing? More importantly, what is going on for her that makes her feel so emotional about these items? Well, first of all, you're a type four mom, and maybe you were making her get rid of stuff and keep a level of organization and cleanliness that was not correct for her creating comfort in her space for, you know, whatever close to eight or nine years. Because I'd say nine, you know, you haven't known this for the bulk, the majority of her life. And so she's doing an extreme. She's playing a counter to you. So she's going to be resistant to you because she, because you played in extremes more true to your nature because guarantee you parented her true to your type four more than her type two in her earliest of years. So this is an extreme response trying to protect her stuff. 
And so if you watch any of the hoarding shows on um, television, they are all type two people that have are afraid of losing, you know, that, that there's, they have to stay connected to all this stuff and keep everything because there's some, they create it to be more than what it really is. See, so like you're saying, there is an issue going on here um, that this is, it means so much to her. Uh, she's nine years old and you want to get to understand that more. And so help, help her understand it by saying you seem to want, you know, why is it so important for you to keep all of this? Ask her the same question you asked me. What's going on that you feel so emotionally connected to these? Is there something you're not, you know, do I not, you know, do you need more cuddle time? Um, are you afraid mommy's going to make you get rid of all of it? What, what is it? And you've got to reach a happy medium because she's going to keep more, you know, my husband's desk um, for us can be a source of frustration. It's not a source of frustration for me because it's not my space. So it's kind of like that's his. And, you know, I just, I'm a very clean person. I'm very organized. Um, I keep my home more like a type four energetic space. Um, and not all type fours are this way, but it is a type four energy expression to keep things uh, negative space. So ask the same questions you're asking me to her. She's nine years old. Does she know about her type two nature? Have you read the type two section in the child whisper to her and then asked her, how can I support you more in that? I haven't always done that. And I apologize for that. I want to be able to support you more. And I know things are important to you. And you could, the things that she does really, that you feel like that she needs, you know, that you can agree upon together to say, um, let's take a picture of that and keep a scrapbook. Uh, and she, type two is a great scrapbooker. Let her get her the supplies, let her do it. Go on a little trip and say, let's take pictures Get her a little um, scan, a thing, you know, how you you can buy those. They're either under $100 that you can print the images from your phones. And she can create little scrapbooks. My favorite thing, scrapbook. It can have different themes. Let her have some fun with that. And, and that way you can say, well, we have the memory of that. And we can look through the scrapbook. And be willing to sit down and look through scrapbooks with her every once in a while. <laughs> so... Thanks for everybody's participation today, whether you're listening live or to the recorded. Feel free to call in uh, again. Have a great and amazing week. You can create that because you chose it and the universe honors our wishes. So just let's all intend right now. It's going to be an amazing week in the lives of our own lives and our family lives. Talk to you next week. As a teacher, healer, speaker, Best-selling author of The Child Whisperer and mother of five children, Carol Tuttle is honored to help you take the power struggle out of parenting and better understand the children in your life. If you'd like Carol to answer your question, call in next time or email your question to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. Carol invites you to learn more about the four types of children at thechildwhisperer.com and connect with her at thecarolblog.com. If you haven't read The Child Whisperer yet, get your copy through the Child Whisperer website and enjoy happier, more successful, more cooperative children.